too. Let's talk how businesses can be compliant to environmental standards now. At the end of the month, world leaders will gather for their COP26 climate negotiations in Glasgow. Since the 2015 Paris Agreement, it was determined that global warming needed to be limited to preferably 1.5 degrees Celsius compared to pre-industrial levels. National government has proposed limiting its annual greenhouse emissions to between 350 and 420 metric tons of carbon dioxide by 2030, and this is according to WISE. Muhammad Ali joins us, who's Managing Director of Worldwide Industrial and System Engineers. Now, Muhammad, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Good morning, Asanda. I am fine, thank you so much, and good morning to South Africa. So what is uh, ISO standardization? So ISO is actually um, mistaken for an acronym where people think it actually stands for International Standards for Organizations. It's actually not an acronym. Uh Excuse me. It stands for the International Organization for Standardization. So people then uh, want to interpret it as why do they call it ISO? Should it not be called IOS? Because we say it's International Organization for Standardization. And we need to understand that ISO is derived from the Greek word isosis, which means equal to. It was established in the late 1940s, and the reason behind that was to be able to assist in organizations being able to know what the mandate of standardization is. So to be make it a little bit more clear, each and every country has a national standard. Like in South Africa, we have what they call SANS codes or SANS standards, which is a South African national standard owned by the South African Bureau of Standards. Uh, every country has their own national body, their own standards or developed standards, which is with a technical committee, with industrial experts, technical experts that sit around the table and document these specifications and standards with a particular uh, voting structure that gives you the best content in making sure that there's consistency, whether you're manufacturing door frames, window frames, etc. In the late 1940s, when countries started trading with one another, the problem became where one country would say their standard was much more superior than another country's standard. For example, if you were purchasing a product, no disrespect to any country, but generally if a product was coming from China, the perception, unfortunately, was that that standard was not at that level of maybe a German standard or a Swiss standard. Mm. With that debate, the United Nations were then uh, put into the forefront and the light, and they created an organization to assist in standardizing standards. And that is where the birth of the International Organization for Standardization came in, okay. with so, one mandate to standardize standards. So how do businesses then implement what is needed to, to fit these standardizations? So the best way to do it is, I think, there's a hierarchy to follow. So first and foremost is you need to understand exactly in your country what the law states when it comes for standards. So let's say we're talking about environmental as we are right now. So there's a law in South Africa known as the National Environmental Management Act, NEMA. Now the act actually tells you what to do from your air quality emissions to your water quality emissions to your particular waste management. But it just tells you what to do. The standards like the ISO 14001, which is the standard for creating an environmental management systems, gives you an indication of what policies to have, what procedures to have, what risk assessments to have, to be able to ensure that you are in control of your organization's processes to create a level of consistency to meet those legal requirements. 
And I think that is the key thing. It is a cultural attitude and change that's required to be able to try and assist in terms of making sure that we work together in reducing global warming. How do we get in touch? How do businesses get in touch with WISE, WWISE, and are you able to offer assistance within this regard? Yes, definitely. So you're most welcome to have a look at our website, wise.co.za. We've got a comprehensive website with a lot of detail associated with what ISO 14001 is, what are the benefits for it, how do you go about implementing it, and generally for SMEs as well as uh, big, uh, or, or corporates, what the costs are to be able to implement this. The process is quite simple. You generally have to go with a gap assessment. Okay. The gap assessment is to just give you an indication of where you stand according to the law and the standard, and from from there onwards, we work towards a program to help you close the gaps and implement the particular management system to change the culture of the organization to comply to legal requirements as well as conform to international standards. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's leave it there for our, uh, for now. We're completely out of time. So www.ise.co.za for more information. Muhammad Ali, Managing Director of Worldwide Industrial and System Engineers. Quote,